We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Who is this person? It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's always been, you know, and said Nolan and all, all the guys on the team do a great job of, you know, this is what matters. Like, this football team, this right here. Like, I, like avoiding that, I, you know, just poison, just, like, thoughts that enter your mind that you have nothing to do like we've got a lot of stuff to think about already we got school we got football we got family we got friends we got all this why am i going to put you know ten thousand other people's opinions on my plate I, I can't do anything about it so well has there been anybody in college football that has been doubted more than that guy that's uh, georgia quarterback stetson bennett from earlier today at sec media days sports radio 92.9 the game chris go forth Hanging out with you tonight in place of uh, John Chuckery. John is uh, part of the midday show this week from Radio Row at SEC Media Days. He's with uh, Andy and Randy. They'll be there again tomorrow. Of course, we kick your coverage off early in the morning as uh, Rob Tribble, Hugh Douglas, they'll broadcast live from Atlanta Breakfast Club. Andy, Randy, and Chuckery at SEC Media Days on Radio Row. Dukes and Bell at Hudson Grill downtown. And then I am back with you tomorrow evening once again this is the final day of sec media days tomorrow well for as much as he has been doubted life as stetson bennett has still got to be pretty good he had a pretty unique experience this summer stetson bennett got a chance to fly with the blue angels this offseason here he is with that story from earlier today yeah that was the coolest thing i've ever done and probably ever will do um, if you get a chance, do it. Uh, I mean, it was it was it was like it was so random. It was my freshman year roommate, Nate McBride's mom, texted me. He's from Vidalia. He texted my mom was like, "Hey, these Blue Angels want to do something. They're thinking about you know steps from Blackshear, real close to Vidalia. Would he want to fly with the Blue Angels?" And mom was like, "Yeah, I'll, let me ask him." And she asked me, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, I would love to do that." Uh, I mean, it was so cool. I mean, they start off slow because um, they don't know. They don't want to make you pass out. And I was I was nervous about passing out or throwing up. I didn't want to embarrass myself. And then towards the end, we flew for 45 minutes. Towards the end, he looked he looked in the back and hear him on the intercom. And he's, uh, all right, well, I'm, we're going to hit as many Gs as this plane can pull and uh, get as close to the speed of sound as we can. Uh, and so we hit it, and we hit 7.4 Gs, and he's in the back. He's like, what do you think that was? And I was like, 7.4, that's what you told me. And he's like, he gave out a whoop. Like, he was excited, and I was fired up. I was, never felt anything like it. 
And then immediately I went home and watched Top Gun. And I was, <laughs> immediately. So it's a pretty good life if you're uh, if you're the national championship winning quarterback for the uh, for the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, now Stetson Bennett earlier today he made the trip down Radio Row and he took a minute and visited with John Chuckery, Andy and Randy, the midday show here on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. What has it been like for you personally? Because we were talking before we got you on about you know growing up being a dog fan, all the different traditions and everything you know all about it from being a little uh, young man to from February to now, what has it been like for Stetson Bennett? You know, it's been uh, been different. It's been different than it's been different, but similar to anything that I've done in my life, right? Because when you grow up and you're in a small town and there's one high school and you're the starting quarterback, people know who you are. So it's it's similar in that way, just magnified, right? Uh, so I don't know. It's uh, you know, it's a battle, and I've, I've, I've told people this, uh, you know, a lot. Thank goodness this happened, you know, in my fifth year, not my first year, right? Right. Like, it, this happening when you're 18 years old, it, it's tough. It's tough to deal with. You know, I, I think about, I think Steve Carell, like, he didn't get he didn't get big. Like, he had a family. He was 30, like, mid-30s, late 30s, maybe 40s. Um, and so I think, like, that, like, when you have more of a, a, a foundation – more of a background and, and not being this way, you can kind of see through it and know that, you know, it, it's cool and all that stuff, but it doesn't mean anything, right? right. I, I still have to go throw touchdowns, right? That's, at the end of the day, that's that's how I'll be measured. That's everything else. Um, and so, I, it like, but it is a battle. It's tough because, you, I mean, you're right. People do know who you are, and it's, I can see how people get sucked into that rabbit hole and, you know, getting, um, complacent and, and not working uh, but again I go back to when you had that foundation for four or five years you know that this is what you have to do to get there was it a pretty easy decision to come back I mean was, I mean how much did you wrangle at all with the decision about coming back yeah I mean it was it was it was fairly easy you know there were there were thoughts and and, and all that good stuff and, and long talks and um, but it was a. It was, I mean, it was fairly quick. It was a fairly quick decision. What's the best part? I mean, I know it's it's hard, and you got to be humble and all that kind of stuff. But there's some good parts that come along with it too. I mean, a national championship winning quarterback at Georgia. What what's been the part that's been most enjoyable for you? Honestly, the most enjoyable thing. I'll, and I'll after I say this, you know, cliche football answer. I'll give you some fun. But you know, the best part is just playing football. Now, um, you know, last year I didn't. Didn't take reps in spring. Didn't take reps in fall. Um, didn't take reps really until UAB week. And but now I'm the guy, and so like just working with those guys, just them knowing I'm going to be the guy. You know, talking to them, them talking to me, me listening, them listening, just getting that you know camaraderie. Mm, what's the word? Just togetherness. Togetherness, cooperation, like understanding of what they're thinking. You know. Like chemistry chemistry there it is that's what i was looking for yeah exactly that uh that's probably been you know the best thing um the coolest thing was riding with the blue angels that was <laughs> there we go <laughs> that was the coolest thing. you throw up 
No. Did he pass out? Uh-uh. Okay. Wow, good for you. That's You've a, done that, right? Yeah. I was, Have you? Yes. And I, was, I would never I, do that. I blanked out a little I was, bit. I mean, it's. It blanked out a little bit. It's the coolest thing. And it's great, but it's scary as hell, too. But it was for charity, so that's why we did it. But uh, how, you know, when we talk about the national championship, we talk about the, the, the knowing that you're the man. Right now, you know that you are the man. Is there a different comfort level for you to considering that you are the guy right now going into the court, going into the summer as a starter? I'd say comfort as in job security. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously from last year, I mean, I didn't have a job. So, right. <laughs> um, but I'd say, I'd say, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm like happier and, and all that, like, yes, I, I come here to play football to compete against the best in the world. And that's why you come to Georgia and come to the SEC. Uh, but, I'd say, you know, going into last year, I didn't have any responsibilities, really. Like, I mean, I I really didn't think I was going to take another snap. And, you know, I mean, I kept – I practiced hard and I worked hard, but that was more so, you know, in my mind then. It was like when I go somewhere else, I'll be better because I'm working now, right? So there was, I'd say, not pressure, just but like more of a responsibility this year than last year. With you coming back, a massive amount of talent on the offensive side at the skill position play. I mean, we're talking about the tight end group might be the best group in the country right now. Does Coach Munkin kind of open it up even more? Do you guys get more even dynamic? I mean, I I think people kind of underestimate how good you guys were offensively and looking at the points per game. But does it feel like now that all these guys are back and you're back, that now we have a chance to really open this thing up? Yeah, I mean, I think – Whenever you have an uh, offense coordinator who's as good as Coach Munkin is for three years, and, you know, this is my third year in the system, everybody else is, is older because um, we didn't lose that many guys, uh, you, you expect to be better. Right. right? Um, and who's to say uh, what exactly that's what that's going to be like better-wise? Uh-oh. Um, we got this idiot coming up. But. <laughs> like a, Noah Smith lurking. Yeah. <laughs> Just lurking. He looks like he wants to sack you. He does. <laughs> He's not a big fan of quarterbacks. He tells me that every day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, he shouldn't be. We lead him to go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. We, we, yeah, that's he, good that he's not a quarterback. Stats, and he's supposed to eat you guys. So, yeah. I mean. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mental sweat. <laughs> is, that, is that a Kirby phrase or something like that? It has to be. Yeah. It, it has to be. He says quarterbacks don't do anything. So. <laughs> It's all good, though, Stacey. But, man, we're so happy to have you here, man. I'm a big fan. And it's one of those things where it's like you you, you got you got this this confidence about you, but it's not an arrogant. It's just a confidence. You've always been confident that when Kirby calls your number that you're going to be able to produce. Right. Yes. I think that's, um, you know, you're you're always going to have a little self-doubt. Uh, just nature of I, – I honestly think that's just, you know, you know you can't do everything. So, uh do you feel like you can't do everything? Because I can't tell watching you play. I mean, you got that mentality where you're 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 a gunslinger, uh, Stetson. You're you're a gunslinger. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, there's there's things I can't. I, but you try to like you practice you practice so much so you know your limits in a game. Um, so where where do you think you have to improve then this year? Where 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 are you looking at for your own personal area of improvement? So, yeah, two things, footwork and um, just being more secure in the pocket, moving better in the pocket, taking what I need to. Uh, you know, I think sometimes with ath- athletic guys, uh, you know, 
you've got away with it for so long. You can move. You can you can run away from stuff that sometimes being able to run gets you into trouble, right? When it, when, when all you need is you know half a yard this way to make a throw and, and you take off running, like that's a little much, right? Um, create your own pressure. So so that, and then just the 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 lapses in judgment. Um, and uh, just that, that occurred from time to time. You know, I think I improved from that from 2020 to 2021, and now I want to I want to improve on it from 21 to 22. Nice. Stetson, we appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, brother. Congratulations, Congratulations to you, man. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Really. That's uh, Stetson Bennett on with the, uh, the Midday Show earlier today. Former LSU running back Jacob Hester, he joined the guys down on Radio Road today. We'll get to that conversation when we come back. Chris Goforth in for John Chuckery tonight. Sports Radio 92.9, the game and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make some noise! Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris Goforth in tonight. Glad to be hanging out with you and for John Chuckery. John will be back with you Friday night. I'm back in this chair again tomorrow night. You can catch John tomorrow as part of the midday show with Andy and Randy, and I'll be back with you tomorrow. Kind of putting a big old bow on SEC Media Days. Tomorrow is the final day of the festivities at the College Football Hall of Fame in the Omni Hotel, Auburn. Tennessee, Texas A&M, all on on the docket for tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Of course, uh, we'll have uh, updates for you uh, and uh, and plenty of uh, plenty of interviews, plenty of guests, and a lot of college football talk again tomorrow here on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. Jacob Hester uh, was a very good running back when he was in college at LSU, had a short NFL career. He's now part of the SEC network, and he was kind enough to hop on and join the guys on the midday show today here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I once lost a bet to Randy McMichael and had to, like, wear Georgia paraphernalia and sing that fight song that they sing in front of the entire San Diego Chargers team. Nice. So we need to play the LSU fight song throughout this interview. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky for you, the guy back at the studio is a diehard LSU fan. Anything you want for the next 10 minutes, you will get. So Randy knows this. Like, Georgia's the one team I don't have, like, any bragging rights over. I played Georgia twice in my career. In 2004, it was in Athens. It was the only fumble I had in my career. 
I'm out, and I'm breaking out in the open. I'm a freshman, right? And I'm looking, I see Thomas Davis. I'm like, Thomas Davis, TD, All-American. I'm going to set this tone. I'm about to go run him over. <laughs> How'd that work out? Well, it wasn't. So, well, Thomas Davis won, Jacob Hester zero is how it worked out. But it wasn't even like a big hit. Like, TD was smarter than me. He goes, all right, you're going to hold the ball like that. Let me go ahead and knock the ball out. It goes like 20 feet up in the air. Uh, more of the story, I think David Green still completed a pass yesterday on us because he didn't miss that day, and Georgia won like 49 to I don't even know what the score I, I, I was. I remember that game, yeah. Yeah, chill out. And then the SEC championship <laughs> game, 2005, uh, my boy DJ, I mean, he just lit us yeah. up. I mean, yeah, we did, did not, mm-hmm. not do anything right that, that was on day. My bir- that was on my birthday. That Georgia we were, team yeah. was really, really good. I y'all, y'all know this. I mean, that, that era of Georgia football had some really good football teams. It's amazing. The fact that that era of Georgia football wasn't able to hoist the national championship trophy because they had so many talented football players. I mean, Odell Thurman and, and all those fellows that were on those like 04 teams, it was really, really good. Jacob Hester's lunch. All right, so there comes the Auburn guy, TK. Let me have it now. So now it's like Georgia and Auburn. This is, this is just not good. Well, well, now Glad to be there with you, brother. Hey, Glad to hey, be there with you. Hey, now there's two guys that can team up on Randy. So. Oh, man. Sure. But we're all, we're all, Spikes we're running all, by. We're, we're yeah. all teammates in, in yeah, San Diego, we so we were. But another, oh, that's fine. Hey, yeah. You didn't have hey. to hold Jacob back, though, the way that you did Takiyo, though, right? No, no, no. no. Hey, that's another yeah. good group, though. Yes. How did we not win a championship in San Diego? Diego. Go That's there. the question. The I mean, special, the teams. special teams. Special teams. Oh. We had the number one I offense know, and the number one defense in the league and the worst special. We were like number 36 in special one of, Okay, <laughs> so one of my core memories of that year, we're playing against Seattle, we're in Seattle, and the special teams is just the, the worst thing you've ever seen. I yes. mean, it is so bad. Oh, I never seen anything. Philip leads this epic comeback. I mean, we come back out of nowhere. Philip can't be stopped. He's completing everything, and we come back. We tie the game up. I mean, a comeback that never should have happened. The next kickoff, Washington to the house. Leon, the second, uh, Leon, Leon, Leon Washington. Washington. Yeah. Second kickoff yeah, return. Right? Yeah. I, all, all I see on the sideline is Randy McMichael throw a towel up in the air and just fall back on his back like this. Dude, and he's just like, you can see it on the wide copy of the game. I've never seen Randy oh, like dude. just more disgusting in his disgusting. life. No, he should have been on the kickoff. We, we battled, yeah. he was, if he was battled, a war daddy, battled, he would have been okay. Hey, man, I, I'm always a war daddy. I was the only one you weren't on. Hey, I got the, I got the damn sledgehammers at my house right <laughs> Right now, I got like eight of them I in my too. house right now. Too. But uh, Jake, LSU, uh, of course, we know the big ter- the big change as far as yeah. head coach and all those different things. Uh, okay, we can always make fun of the family and all those things. But yeah. as a fan base, how did y'all react to the to that hiring of uh, of the new coach right now? I didn't think a guy like that was available. I just I didn't. I mean, you don't leave Notre Dame. He's the, only the second guy to ever do right. so. I mean, you either get fired or retired from Notre Dame. Right. So you don't think somebody like that is available. And he's the wingest coach in Notre Dame history. We, we all know the stats, but – it's a damn good football team last year. I mean, they were on the verge of the CFP last year. And then you take a look at LSU. Look, you've won, you know, three national championships in the last, you know, 18 years. That's great. But when you look at it last year, they played a bowl game with a receiver, quarterback, 39 scholarship players. There wasn't a lot of intrigue because of what had happened to the program. I know 2019 was great, but it had fallen so fast. The first losing season in two decades in Baton Rouge last year. It's like, oh, do I really want to leave Notre Dame where I'm five right now in the CFP? I've got a lot of guys coming back. Do I want to go take that? And so you don't think somebody like that's available? Like you're talking yourself into A, B, and C, and maybe it can work. But then Brian Kelly comes, and you're like, okay, like this is big. This is gigantic. And LSU to me, and obviously I'm biased, but just even covering this game, it's not a job you should have to talk someone into taking. Right. I mean, when you've had 
the last three coaches win national championships in an 18-year period, there's a lot of intrigue there too. And the thing I always say about LSU, like in Texas, you got Texas, Texas A&M, Mississippi, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, even in, in the state of Alabama, you got Auburn, Alabama. I mean, we, I mean, Georgia Tech to some extent here with Georgia. I mean, not so much recently, but there's been times. Louisiana, you're the top dog. I mean, the Superdome holds 70,000, Tiger Stadium holds 103,000. So even with the Saints there, I mean, you are the biggest ticket in town. So recruiting-wise, we know Louisiana, a very talent-rich state. Like, you should have success there. You should win football games. But the job to me, I didn't like the fact that it's like, well, should we talk this guy into coming to LSU? No, I wanted the guy in Brian Kelly that said, damn it, I'm coming to LSU. I want to win championships. I think that's my path to winning championships. And to leave Notre Dame, like as me as a former meathead, well, not former meathead, I'm always a meathead, but like as a former football player and like a guy that, you know, roots for LSU to be successful, I love that mentality. It feels like at times that Les Miles and Orgeron were bigger personalities than they were coaches at times. Brian Kelly feels like this is a football coach. Like this is a guy who can run and sustain a program, and it's not going to be really high blips but really low lows as well. It feels like that this is the first time, maybe since Saban has been there, that that consistency can be built at LSU. Yeah, and I was there with Nick. I, I was recruited by Nick, played for Nick before he left to go take the Dolphins job, and it's the first time it feels like that since he left. And that's nothing against Les or Coach O. They both great coaches in their own right, just different styles. They won national championships, as I keep mentioning. But, um, you know, I named a child after Les. Like my youngest is Memphis Miles Hester. Like, yes. I love Coach Miles. He gave a guy <laughs> that looks like me a chance to play running back in the SEC. But, I mean, it's the first time that it feels like when Nick was there in 2004. And, of course, he was there years before as well. But it feels that structure is there. Right. Like, the accountability is there. There's a rhyme to the reason in everything we do. I mean, it's like it's not micromanaging. I don't want it to sound like that. But, hey, we have got to be on top of A, B, and C if we want to be a championship program. And if we're winning games, we can't let B and C slide because then you're going to be 500 like LSU's been the last two years. And so, to me – you walk over there, it's the first thing you notice, man, there is a purpose to every single thing that they do. And he blew it up. LSU hadn't been reset in 20-plus years. Nick, Les, and O had a lot of the same people. I mean, even coaches, but support staff, trainers, equipment guys, weight staff, everybody was the same. Randy, you know this. Nobody lasts three head coaches. Nobody. And so it was great. It was successful. But also, it probably needed to be blown up. You probably needed to hit reset because of where it got. And I'm not saying people were bad at their job. They were great at their job. But you can't last four head coaches. It just was not going to work out. So I know a lot of people got freaked out at the beginning because, I mean, he fired everybody. He kept one coach, and that's about it. I mean, support staff, uh, the people who filmed things, I mean, hype video guys. I mean, hey, you're gone. We're getting somebody else to do the hype videos. I mean, he completely restarted, but it had to be done in Baton Rouge. What, what did happen? Like, how, how do you sort of explain how it went from – the highest of highs to yeah. that so so quickly well i think it's a couple of things and again like coach saban somebody that was a mentor for me i mean i believe in a lot of things he says and he always talks about when you're successful it brings more problems than when you're losing it's a different set of problems but it's going to bring more problems and i mean i'm sure y'all have had that conversation with georgia how are they going to defend like there's a new set of problems well they didn't handle success right they, they just did not handle it because there's a new set of problems and they didn't handle those set of problems like they needed to and so I think a lot of it was that, not being able to handle that success. You can't rest on your laurels in the, in the SEC. You've got to continue every single day to adapt and get better. And it's another thing that Coach Saban, I think, does better than anybody. You don't have to like it, but if you don't do it, the train's going to leave right. and you're going to be at the station, right? And so Nick understands that. He doesn't like maybe the NIL transfer portal spread offenses back in, like, 2011. <laughs> but, damn it, i got to bring Lane in. 
because I got <laughs> I, I've got to be able to keep up with college yeah. football, right? And some of that wasn't being done. It's like, hey, we did it this way. We hired Joe Brady. He was a young twenty-something year old. Well, the next coordinator's got to be a young twenty-something year old. We got to make it fit in this box. And that's not the case. You don't have to try to replicate why you had that success. So it's just a number of things. And again, great times. Coach O won a Fiesta Bowl in eighteen, a national championship. In 19, certainly, but just not being able to handle that success. And that's not just Coach O. I mean, I think it was everybody around the program because it brought a new set of problems. What about this team this year as far as just the players, athletes, lost yeah. guys? We were talking about your quarterback. He decided to leave to my Max. Yeah. And now you got, I mean, Brennan's there and everybody like that. So what do you think about because LSU, they might have a fall off in what you said, maybe philosophy. Yeah. They don't have a fall off in talent, though. No, they don't. I mean, they had 11 players drafted last year. Right. I mean, that was a, a, five, a six and seven football team, still 11 guys drafted. So they have the talent, but it's a lot of the unknown. I mean, you mentioned, you know, you got Jaden Daniels transfers in from Arizona State, Miles Brennan, Garrett Nussmeyer, all going to be in the quarterback competition. Probably it feels like Jaden Daniels, you come from Arizona State, you probably there's a rhyme or reason why you want to come to, uh, to LSU. You were the starter for three years at Arizona State. So it's definitely going to be a different style of offense, but just transfers in general. It's a lot of unknown. It could be really, really good, like Mel Tucker in Michigan State last year, or it could be really bad. I've, I've been shocked by, I thought chemistry, like, meant a lot in football as far as, like, hey, man, Randy, I know you. Because I did. Like, I knew what you wanted to do. Right. I knew when you needed – I knew when James Harrison was on the outside of you and you looked back at me, that meant, hey, help. Dude. Hey, <laughs> hey, chip, chip him on this stretch run. Chip him before you go up to Lawrence Timmons, the linebacker. I knew what that meant. And I, I thought, man, you need that. These guys, these, these college kids are showing you really don't need that. The, the summertime, the springtime is enough time for them to create that chemistry. So there's a lot of unknown. I mean, you got two starting defensive backs that were starters at Arkansas last year. Now they're going to be starting for LSU. I mean, Joe Fouché, who's from Louisiana, when they beat LSU last year when he was at Arkansas, he was the first person to run over to the Golden Boot and hold it up. Now he's playing for LSU. So it's like <laughs> the world that we're in is crazy. It's unpredictable. It could go extremely well. It could go extremely bad. Now, I don't think the bottom's going to fall out. I think, like, the bottom would be seven uh, seven wins. I think the probably ceiling's probably ten wins. And so I feel like they're in that range. But even me, who covers the team every single day, Randy, I don't know what to expect because 18 transfers and probably 14 of those are going to start. It's hard to say how they're going to fit together. Well, LSU's most dynamic when they have that top-tier running back. Yep. Emery's back. I think he was second on the team last year in rushing. That position, even when they won the title a few years ago, I think people forget how good Clyde edwards yes. Lair was yes. Yes. on sure that do. team. Even if for all yes. the Burrow and Chase and everybody else yep. was on there, what's the running back situation look like? What can they do this year running the football? All right, so I do have John Emery, and John Emery, obviously, he has some, some things academically. Like, he had to get right, and he worked extremely hard. He didn't try to blame anybody else. He kind of took it on and said, hey, I messed up in the classroom. And so he worked hard. Now he's going to be back on the field. He's a five-star talent. I mean, we've seen him take a stretch run 80 yards against an Alabama team. He has that kind of ability. He's done it. You get Noah Kane in from Penn State. He's a guy that has Louisiana ties. Freshman year for Noah Kane at Penn State was great. Sophomore year was not great. So he needs to be a little bit more consistent. The talent is certainly there. That's going to be a guy that's going to be in the rotation. Armani Goodwin is somebody that I absolutely love. I don't know if you all have had a chance to see this young man play. He's committed to Auburn for a very long time. Flipped to LSU in the last kind of minute there. Battled some injuries, but when he was in, man, he is twitchy. He wears 22. He reminds you a little bit of Clyde edwards Lair, just kind of his build there. Not saying he's that player. Obviously, he's got a long way to go. But he's a guy to pay attention into. So they, they do have three guys. And LSU's been highly successful. They've won national championships in 03, 07, played for one in 11 with having a running back by committee. It's something they've definitely been comfortable with. Clyde was kind of the outliner. He played right. 92% of the snaps that year. That usually doesn't happen at LSU. So it's going to be John Emery's going to be your top dog, but it will be a kind of a committee feel to it. 
What was the bet that you lost to Randy? Uh, Georgia LSU. Georgia LSU. Oh, okay. yeah, Simple as that. Was, I think it was the year. I'm trying to think how all these years kind of yes. run together. Was it the, did Aaron Murray? Was it Aaron Murray? It might have been Aaron Murray. Aaron Murray I think I was playing, I'm still playing. I was still playing when Aaron was that the, yeah. Was that the Zach Mettenberg game? I think it was. Where they when kind of went back they, and forth yeah, when a they, bit. Well, That was in Athens. It was. Because yeah, yeah. that was Zach Mettenberg coming back to yeah. Georgia. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great football game. Oh, because his mama Tammy was secondary. Tammy was in the office. Secondary when I was there. One last thing, Jacob. I don't know where I was at, but I was listening to you. Your weekend show with Bobby Carpenter. Don't you do the show with Yeah, I do off-campus. Off-campus. Yeah, I was listening to it happened the day after the Nick Saban and, uh, and Jimbo thing happened. You had Nick on that day. Yeah. And you know both of these guys. I was a kid in the middle of the divorce. <laughs> I played for both of them. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Mom or dad. Well, now, now, we were talking about this on the show when it happened, all right? We were, they're both West Virginia's country and everything. <laughs> and we're talking about cousins coming down to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Do you think some of Jimbo Cousin are waiting in the red deck for a whistle <laughs> just in case something pop off? Uh, they probably are waiting. I mean, Jimbo's got people, but the thing is, Nick's probably got more people, right? I mean, Nick's been in the game a long time. Hey, how great would it be if we were like, hey, let's just box this out. Uh, that's let's a, get a, let's down get a here, ring right, right here. here. We got this it would be great right here, yeah. Who's yeah. the favorite? Uh, hey, yeah. Oh, gosh, I don't know, man. It's like Saban's a goat, but, like, Jimbo's got, man. Yeah, but Saban's got old man crazy, doesn't he? I he mean, does. he's got, yeah. He does. Now, you it, can't it, underestimate Jim, that. Jimbo's got redneck crazy, and I'm a redneck, so I can appreciate that as well. It's like I don't know which one would win out, but, my goodness, that would be fantastic. But I can tell you this, neither one of those fellas is going to back down. No, I do know no, that. Yeah. So it, that, that felt so weird because I've seen them coach together, and they've been friends. And then, man, Jimbo, when he came out that Wednesday, oh, yeah. I was watching it on my phone, and I was making like a face. Like, oh, my God. He's all just, yeah, like, everything he said, I'm like looking at the people around me. He went nuclear. I like that was something I never expected. When you mess with another man's money, that's when things yeah, get personal. And, I mean, and that's and what happened. Randy, it was actually later that day that Saban came on. And I'm was, like, it was it that day? Because I remember, I remember it was he came, Wednesday. And it was I remember when he came on. Day. I remember when he came oh, on your show. It was later. Right. And his yes. SID is like, because it was after the, the show. It was after the Jimbo press conference, right? Yeah, he was, done the press later and that he came on later today. We had already had Nick scheduled for something just to have him on. He's like, no, I told my former player, I'm going to come on. Come on. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. His SID is like, no, we're not coming out. He's like, no, I'm coming on. I'm like, oh my gosh. Look, he apologized, though. I mean, Nick, yep. Nick's like, hey, I should not have said a, a school by name. But we all know what Nick was doing. It was smart. He was yes. talking to that room to get more money from right. that room. Yes. You have to do it. I think so. more people got upset with the Deion Sanders thing. I think so, yeah, too. I think that, that, that's think more so of too. where they were. I, I think he actually probably felt worse right. about that part. Right, of it. exactly. Right, so. Jacob, we appreciate the time. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, Thanks, man. Thanks man. for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you very much. That was Jacob Hester, the former LSU running back, former teammate in the NFL of Randy McMichael. He was on with the Midday Show today on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We'll get back to talking more about those Georgia Bulldogs when we come back. We'll do that. Coming up, still going to hear from Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback. We'll get to that. We've got That's Life coming up in less than an hour from now. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. More John Chuckery. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Class has started on the 9th, and we played on the 10th, and the next day we were back in Athens trying to get our class schedules right, trying to get everything right. Well, actually, our class schedules are already right before we even left, so we could come back and just go to class, so you know what you have to have. So it was about 24 hours before we turned the page. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. That was Georgia Bulldog Nolan Smith today at SEC Media Days. He would a, he was asked, hey, how quickly 
after winning that national championship, did you guys have to turn the page and get back to business? He said, well, about 24 hours. We had to be at class the next day. That's the way it went. Let's talk a little more, a little more Georgia football today. Uh, Cedric Van Pran, he was uh, a part of the uh, the midday show today as well. We'll hear that interview coming up in uh, in just a few minutes. Let's hear more though from Stetson Bennett. This is Bennett on his offensive coordinator in Todd Munkin and what has made him so good. I think it's his just ability to be so anal about the details, right? Like, I mean, good lord, he's he's intense, but. I love it. Like that's that's how you're good on offense, right? It's timing, it's you know in zone, it's spacing. I mean, man, you just got to win. But uh, like it's all about those little details that you know if if you don't know the game, then you miss. But that's that's what he is so good at. Now, if you heard the comments today from all of these guys off and on throughout the day, or if you're on social media, maybe you saw some of it there. The overriding factor, or the overriding comment, I guess I should say, is that last year's team has nothing to do with this year's team. Kirby Smart said the same thing. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think he said it back in the spring. He goes, we're not defending anything. This is a whole new year with a completely different team. Stetson Bennett echoed his head coach's remarks today at SEC Media Days. You know, I think it stems from from leadership and first coach Martin, Monk, and, you know, um, and it just it just comes down. I think our leaders have done a good job of, uh, you know, transitioning from you know that. I mean, because yeah, it was really cool, it was super cool. But it has nothing to do with this year. I like nothing. Because um, these guys are good in this league, right? And good in the country. And so, uh, you know, it's just we know what it took. Like we we remember going through those summer workouts, like going through everything and like how we attacked each week that got us to where we were last year. And so, you know, not doing that probably won't be a good idea, right? Uh, so that, I guess that's going to happen. Cedric Van Pran, he started all of all 15 of Georgia's games last year. He played more snaps, 90% total during the season, than any other Bulldog last year. He played every offensive play in eight games, including against Clemson, and against Michigan in the semifinals and against Alabama in the playoff game or the national championship game. Here's Cedric Van Pran on the midday show here on Sports Radio 929 the game. How has it been this offseason getting ready because of the fact is that Kirby doesn't believe in being to, being the hunted. He believes in still being the hunter. So how is that, you know, as far as y'all going through this offseason? I think it's been great. I think it's it's definitely been something that keeps our competitive edge and I think it's been a pleasure, um, honestly, just working with the guys every day and truly attacking the weight room, attacking the runs, and just trying to be the best Georgia we can be. You know, um, of course, we want to make guys like you proud and uphold that G standard. Right. So I think it's been great. Look at, did you, did you well, just I, let Stetson be to get yeah, you with that? Kind yeah. of <laughs> I, I, was, I was about to prop him up, and then he comes to you with, the, with all that because you got the crew. I had no idea what he was Okay, that said, now, now, Dolan walked by and messed with you. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's a business it's, trip. 
It's a business trip. You look good, man. Yeah. I'm the youngest, so they give me, they give me that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. you could, it kind of seems that way. They're kind of messing with you a little bit. But you know what? You're probably the biggest, too. So you might be able to get back at him on the field. Oh, definitely will. What, did, what, what were your initial thoughts about coming here? Because you are with two senior leaders on this football team, you being a second-year player, obviously you're very talented, starting center for George Bulldog. How, how was it when Kirby asked you to come to this? Uh, it's crazy because my dad actually called it. Like, my dad was like, he called me probably like two weeks before. Like, he's like, yeah, it's the immediate day coming up. Like, you know, you're probably going. Like, dad, what are you talking about? Like, no, I'm not. And, you know, when Coach Smart told me, and um, I just felt the amazing amount of gratitude and just really thankful for the opportunity to be able to re- represent the community and the university and my teammates. So I'm extremely thankful, and I appreciate Coach Smart for the opportunity. Let's talk a little bit about the quarterback. Um, you know, Coach Smart really made a point of emphasis about Stetson maybe one of the more, you know, not respected players or underrated players and all these different things. Talk a little bit about the relationship with your quarterback, with the offensive line. I mean, it seems like Stetson is a guy that everybody on this team rallies around. Uh, definitely. Well, I'll say this. I think all of our quarterbacks are great. Um, Brock, Carson, Gunner. I think all of those guys are uber talented. And I think we have a tremendous amount of trust in all of those guys. So I definitely want to make sure that those guys continue to stay um, encouraged because those guys are uber talented. But as far as Stetson, I think it's great because we spent a lot of time with Stetson last year. And going into this year, I think we're spending a lot more time off the field. Like Stetson just had like a water slide at his house like last weekend. And guys showing up with that. Water and slide at the house. NIL money is not yeah. that. Yeah. Water slide at the house. It was an inflatable water slide. Okay, but, the NIL money rented it. <laughs> but, but, you know, just spending time outside of football and creating that bond, you know, I think that's the type of things that definitely will carry us throughout the season. What's it like for you this offseason? Last year you took over as the starting center when, when an injury happened. This year you're you're going to be the starter. How, how's, how's leading into the season different in that way? I think it's been great. I think um, my biggest thing has always been, though, just do what this team needs me to do. So last year I was a supporting leader. I was the guy that if a leader says something, hey, like, you heard what he said, let's make sure we do it. Um, and I think it's a little bit different this year in the fact of, like, you know, I'm the guy that's kind of trying to lead people. So I think for me it's um it's definitely not a new experience, but it's something I'm comfortable with. And ultimately our goal as a team is to win. So whatever this team needs me to do, I'm more than willing to do. Last year, you, you know, as far as, you know, like I said, you took over. When, I think it was Erickson hurt, got hurt. You come in. Yes, but before then, you're running back probably the second team scout team going against Jordan Davis, going against those guys. How has that prepared you for what you're about to go through this journey? I think it makes you better. Ultimately, I think it makes you better. And um, I think a lot of people don't realize it's just like, Man, when you're in the heat of that battle, everybody makes each other better. So you're getting better with, you know, Jordan. You're getting better with Vontae. You're getting better with Jalen Carter. But I think what people don't realize is that, you know, you make those guys better too. Those guys don't get to where they get by, you know, going against scrubs, you know. So I think (laughs) everybody, everybody makes each other better, and I think we all pay off in the long run because at the end of the day, you know, I feel like we have the best talent in the country, like some of the best talent in the country. So, um Practice is really good. It's fun. Competitive. Now that you guys are the defending national champions, what's been the theme and the message this offseason from Coach Smart? Um, one, being humble. Two, being competitive. And I know I keep going back to being competitive, but I really feel like that's what drives the team after having success, you know, being competitive. At the end of the day, did that happen? Yes, but um, that ring isn't going to win you a game. You can't line up with your ring on. So right. at the end of the day, you got to be competitive, and you have to, you know, continue to work every day to make sure that, 
you're taking care of those small things too. And that's Georgia, a great line, by the way. Can't line up with you know, can't line up with your ring on. That's, that's you could, but it'd probably be a bad well, idea. Yeah, yeah. Like it's probably like a well, you can't use hazard. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might get your ring caught on somebody. Uh, Cedric Van P- uh, Pran Granger joining us here on the midday show with Andy and Randy talking some Georgia football. You know, we, we go position group by position group, and uh, everybody talks about the tight ends potentially being the best in the entire country. Offensive line gets a lot of credit as well. What do you think the strength of, of this offensive line group is? That is a tough question because I don't want to single any one particular thing out because I think we have a lot of strengths. Um, I also think there's some things that we can work on to be better going into camp. But I think one thing that I think is going to carry us, and it's one of our, um, our core traits, is connection. You know, just spending that time off the field, making sure that, hey, like, if Warren McClendon is going to work out on Saturday, 10 other people need to be there. You right. know, he doesn't need to be going to work out by himself. You know, everybody needs to be there making sure they get better. So I think that connection piece and making sure that everyone's working collectively together is um is one of our strengths. We were talking about different positions because, like, my partner was just saying. And the one thing that when you go back to when George has been in that championship, going back to the one we lost, going back to the one we won, there's been a dominant middle linebacker. Now, you're losing to Kobe Dean. I'm sure don't want to tell us no secrets or nothing, but is there a guy, in your opinion, that can fill those shoes that are left by a guy like a Kobe Dean? Well, I think the biggest thing is to not want to be Nicobe Dean, to not want to be Quay, because I think when you do that, you limit yourself to what you can truly be. But I can definitely say I'm so excited to see Pop this year. I'm so excited to see Smile Munson. I'm so excited to see Trouble, um, Tresman, you know, all of these guys, the stories. Um, I'm so excited to see what these guys can do and see them go through camp and truly, like, become what they've always been meant to be. How much fun are those practices these last couple of years where all this massive amount of talent on both sides of the line of scrimmage, a lot of competition, like you said, and being competitive. Like, how feisty and how competitive does it get? Well, I can tell you this. As a freshman, it's not too fun. <laughs> um, as a freshman, you know, you're not so used to, you know, the guys being, you know, just as good as you. Right. It takes some time to get um, acclimated to that. But I can see once you get acclimated as a sophomore, junior, senior, you know, it becomes a lot more fun because I think you go back to your roots, you go back to your competitive nature and the fact that, you know, I'm not just going to let somebody just beat me. Like, sure. I'm going to go out there and compete. So, you know, I think it, you truly, like, find your love for the game again after your freshman year, and you go through the downs, and it's like, man, these guys just whooping up on me. It's like, I'm not going to continue to just take this. Like, <laughs> I, don't care. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if you're our first team I love that mentality. We're good, too. Yeah. Like, we, we came in here with pretty yeah. good, too. Uh, now, Nolan Smith walked by. Now, I, I think you look great personally <laughs> it's a sharp suit you got the lapel pin which means a lot to me now he was making fun because he said you and kirby are matching yeah does that, mean, um, does that mean coaching's in your future is that what this wow is? Was they just you, yeah maybe god put that out there you never know but um, nah, that was, this is completely unplanned i literally woke up this morning and i saw coach smart and we had the same exact suit on so i'll probably hear about that later but we'll see as, as curve noticed it I don't think he has yet. Okay, okay. That's what but, I'm saying. As long as he don't say nothing, you can let your teammates rib on you. But, uh, yeah, that or he's going to wait. He's going yeah, yeah. to take a picture yeah, side by side. Yeah, they yeah. yeah. <laughs> take a picture side by side. Cedric, we appreciate, appreciate you, my man. Good Thank luck you, to you, brother. It, God bless. Stay healthy, yep. brother. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. That was uh, Georgia offensive lineman Cedric Van Pran. He spent some time today with the Midday Show. We are recapping The SEC media days from today, of course, Georgia was there today. We have had a ton of Georgia interviews and bulldog talk here over the first uh, two hours. We're going to switch gears here for just a second. 
And we're going to talk a little bit of a uh, little bit of quarterback play. Other than, well, we'll talk some Stetson Bennett too. But Anthony Richardson was around today, and I got a chance. The Florida quarterback, and I got a chance to talk with uh, Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. We'll bring you those conversations as we continue. Chris go forth in in place of John Chuckery tonight, recapping SEC Media Days on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.